So we sometimes in church have very churchy words that we are used to, churchy experiences even. Uh, it's funny, you go into church sometimes and there's a, there's a list of places that will point to, and they're all abbreviated, the FLC or the TMZ or the, you know, the different places, and we'll say, oh yeah, we're having this event down in the, and then we'll list an acronym that no one knows anything about, especially our visitors. And that happens a lot. We just, we called it a multi-purpose room, which is hilarious because we just ate in it. It had one purpose. There were not multi-purposes for this place. But we have different, different ways we call things, different ways we say things in church. And in, in my upbringing, the hear, believe, repent, confess, be baptized, that was, I mean, we could say that. That was like God and God direct us for the Baptists. I mean, just, we, we thought that was one word. The five steps, you just, this is how you got to salvation. And believe is such a funny one to me. Because it calls for something more, but it sounds very simple. Believe. I believe. And there's a lot of beliefs nowadays. You can believe a lot of things. You can believe different people. I don't like it when people in restaurants tell me to trust them, or just anybody, really. <laughs> I don't know you. Why should I? You haven't earned it. Now, you may have a favorite restaurant, a favorite place, and someone says to you, this is really good, trust me. I, that's how I feel about, y'all haven't met them, maybe some of you haven't met them yet, they're not here today, but Meg and Mattis, Mattis. If Meg tells me this is good, I trust her. When I was a kid, we had little pizzas at my grandmother's house. Just English muffin, marinara, pepperonis, cheese. We were poor, but we did good with it. <laughs> then Rachel and I got married, and she said, we're going to have little pizzas. And so in my mind... English muffin, marinara, pepperonis, cheese. And she got some biscuit dough and rolled it out. And I said, now, are you sure that? And all, my hand's grown back since. <laughs> but I did pull back a nub that day. There was no sense. In, I didn't trust her. She'd done great. I definitely didn't trust me. Are you sure? Waiter would come to your table and say, you should try this, trust me. No, I'm not going to trust you. I don't know you. Who are you? But to me, there's a difference between believe and trust, isn't there? Like I can believe something exists, like a cognitive switch that I flip to on and say, this is, the, yes, I believe that. It, you know, I, I, I think there are things to believe that are important. Yes, I believe this is true. But then what do you do with it? 
The words, and I don't, y'all haven't heard me talk about this a lot, but I don't, and I don't like to get into it, but there, there are some words that we just don't translate properly. And they're not translated in our Bibles a lot properly. Because we're used to them. We're used to believe. We're used to faith. We're used to righteousness. And it's like multi-purpose room. We all had that one loud alto in our church growing up. If you grew up in a small church of Christ, there's always one loud alto. Yeah. Sorry, that was a slip of the tongue. You got used to them. You got used to them holding the note over. They would? Okay, she's with you. All right, good. Someone see her out. No, there, but we're, we just hear them. We're used to it. You bring someone to church, and then you start realizing, you start hearing them through their ears. And like, ah, just at the end, the end of a note. Like, everyone's quit. You're still singing. Why are you doing that? We like, oh, that's just Edna. <laughs> and it's what you're used to. I believe that we are used to believe. We're so used to it that we don't even really get it. And in this verse, in Romans 3.21, we are so used to a couple of these words that we haven't even really grasped what he's getting at here. It says, but now, apart from the law, this phrase, the righteousness of God, has been disclosed. If we kind of blow that up and ask what it really means, it means the just rule of God has been revealed, has been put on display. So we, we can say the righteousness of God, and sometimes we just say the righteousness of God. And what we sound like is an alto holding the note. Not even, we're just used to the righteousness of God has been revealed. The just rule of God has been made known to us through the law and the prophets. It's separate from the law. The law ruled in a way, but now the just rule of God comes from something else and it's been made known to us been put on display this righteousness of God or this just rule of God is and now here we here we get into a debate and you can debate me with this there's been there's been huge debates in the scholarly world about this about how to translate this phrase the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ this is just me I'm no scholar, but when I read this sentence in the original language, in the Greek, I read it like so. I don't have it up there, because I just, I'm, I, I don't feel good putting my own translations on the screen. It sort of verifies them, and I don't want to verify them like that, but this is how I read it. The just rule of God has been revealed through the faithfulness or the trustworthiness 
of Jesus Christ, and it has been revealed to all who trust. We have, we have, it has been revealed to us. The just rule of God has been revealed to us through Jesus being trustworthy, through Jesus being faithful. The righteous rule, the just rule of God has been revealed. It was point, the law and the prophets pointed to it. And it is revealed through the faithfulness of Christ. The trustworthiness of Jesus. It's because Jesus was trustworthy worthy that we find salvation. It's because Jesus was faithful that we find salvation. And it is all who trust in Jesus see the righteous, just rule of God through Jesus. We see it being revealed to us in Jesus. The righteous, just rule of God. We see that in that king. We see that rule in that Jesus. And so I can believe in God. And what does James say? Even the demons believe and shudder. I can know God exists. I can know that Jesus is alive, but there's something about trusting Jesus. That changes your life. That when Jesus calls us to an action. When Jesus says love your neighbor or forgive your enemy or pray for those who persecute you. To turn the other cheek. And we look at Jesus and we say I believe you exist. That's not submitting to the righteous rule of God that has been displayed or presented to us through the faithfulness and the trustworthiness of His anointed King Jesus. We have a King to trust. Not just to cognitively believe. See, the the words for believe, which is a verb, and faith, which is a noun, are the same. Just the verb version of one, the noun version of one in the Greek. And if we just, if Scott McKnight argues that we could just insert trust into both of those, because it works. We put our trust in Jesus and we trust Jesus. Works the same way that original language worked. Sometimes we get so caught up in, like, I believe. And, and what, what has happened is in that process, in that process, we have turned believe into a thing we think is correct. And so our beliefs turn into doctrinal things, like how exactly we we set up church. And we can, we can disagree about that, right? That's something we, there, there's things in scripture you go, oh, well, that, I don't think that should be that way. All right, you believe that. I believe this. 
but it's a different animal when we're talking about trusting the anointed king, Jesus. To be willing to fall back into Jesus' teachings, Jesus' uh, gospel, Jesus' resurrection, his, his justification we find on the cross, the unity we find in the kingdom. To say, I can fall backward into that and I know that life will catch me. I can trust in his resurrection. I can trust in his justification, his forgiveness. Those are things I can, I can rest on when I fall. But when we have muddied those waters of the gospel with like our other beliefs, like that's just, those aren't my beliefs. Get your beliefs out of here and trust the king. When, when we hear the gospel, believing the gospel is true is just, just the, the one step out of the, out of the start line. A life that trusts is a life that gives over to the way of Jesus. A life that trusts is a life that, that rejoices in the teachings even though those can be difficult. And it, and it exalts the gospel. We trust Jesus. What I love about hearing this this way is that this righteousness of God through the trustworthiness of Jesus, the faithfulness of Christ, is that to accomplish God's plan, God had to trust Jesus too. That God put upon Jesus a, a, a mission and entrusted Jesus with that mission. And so when God calls us to trust Jesus, it's something God has called himself to as well. God is calling us to trust Jesus as much as God trusted Jesus. To have faith in the way of Jesus just as God had faith in Jesus. God believed Jesus would do what Jesus was called to do. And so I will believe that Jesus did what God called Jesus to do. And within that, as I trust that, there is so much hope in that, that one little bit, that one, one, one little revelation that God has offered. He's revealed His just rule, His righteous rule through an anointed king and we have found salvation in that king's faithfulness to the mission of God. So when, when I hear it's a lifelong way of listening, and when I say I believe, it's not just that like I acknowledge that this thing happened. That's part of it. But the faith we find that we're called to in Scripture is a faith that's a trust. That what I, when I see 
the way of Jesus. I trust Jesus. That when Jesus says, this is what righteousness looks like, this is what just rule looks like, I trust Jesus and live out that righteousness, live out that, live out that kingdom. So we are saved by the grace of God and the faithfulness of his Savior. Sometimes it may feel like you don't have enough faith. You just don't trust quite enough. Belief is off or on, isn't it? Belief is a light switch, I believe. Yes, I believe that. Sometimes trust feels like you're just not quite there. Maybe I'm the only one whose faith has a bit of a limp in it. Sometimes you're just not there. But part of my following of Jesus, the part that has lifted me over and over again, is that Jesus had enough faith for the both of us. That Jesus was trustworthy enough for the both of us. And that, that my salvation is a gift that came from the trustworthiness of my king. It's in that world that I must live. Because I'm not that good of an actor to pretend I've got it all together. But if you feel like this morning, like, I, man, I, my, I, I'm struggling on faith. That's why we go to Jesus. Because it is through G the faithfulness of Christ that we find salvation. It is a gift unto us. And so, therefore, we trust. Here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to find the way of Jesus. And for me, that's the, you have the Sermon on the Mount, that you have different teachings of Jesus. There's just, maybe there's just one. Maybe there's one coming to your mind right now, ringing true. I harp on turning the other cheek and forgiving those who, praying for those who persecute you, loving your neighbor. Find the one that you're just like, I... If I do that, I might fail. If I let my neighbor go from his wrongs, if I love my neighbor and be vulnerable with them, I might get hurt. Whatever it is. And decide that that obedience, that following of Jesus isn't just an item on a list that you must check off, but it is a way of having faith in the one you follow. It's a demonstration of your trust of the one who is trustworthy. It's an action that demonstrates the faith 
of the one, in your, your faith in the one who is faithful. God trusted Jesus. I want to I trust Jesus too. So may we be a people who trust the righteous rule of God brought to us by the one who is trustworthy, his anointed king. Let's pray together. Father, you are holy. And we will follow your lead. We will entrust Jesus with our lives. Live a saved life that that trusts the gospel, trusts the resurrection, trusts our, our forgiveness. We trust what you have promised. God, we are so thankful for your love for us, for your salvation of us. Bless us, God. Help our beliefs get out of the way and our trust rule our life. In your son's holy name that we pray. Amen.